0: Chapter 2 Extending Your Skills. The following four case studies are used throughout this book to provide additional scenarios of online instructional design. They can be used as a focus of class discussions and as an extension of each chapter's instructional content. The cases are designed for practicing and enhancing instructional design skills. Purposefully, we have not completely detailed all possible elements of each case. This lack of full detail allows for interpretation of events and permits adding or inferring further information. Case Study 1. PK-12 schools. Megan Bifford works at the central office of the Westport Schools. She has completed her master's degree in instructional design and technology at Myers University while teaching elementary school. Certified in elementary and science education, Megan was hired to fill a county technology coordinator slash curriculum development position. One of her major responsibilities is to promote technology integration in the elementary schools in her district. Although her charge is to facilitate changes in elementary grade levels, kindergarten through fifth grade, she wants to make sure that the changes that she initiates are successful. Megan wants to start out with a pilot program that she can implement throughout the schools, focusing on the successful integration and use of technology. She would like to use the web for delivery. The new superintendent has been in his position for six months. He is particularly interested in how online learning can be incorporated into the classroom to motivate students. He just returned from a conference where reports were presented of student performance improving when technology was integrated into the curriculum. He is also concerned about safety in making sure children only access appropriate websites under adult supervision. To help with this concern, the district has a firewall system that governs access. In her new position, Megan is feeling pressure to succeed with the enthusiastic superintendent, who is demanding change for improved student performance. Megan realizes that it is impossible for her to convert all of the curricula to technology-rich environments. Instead, she decides to look at this problem systematically. With the help of Cassie Angus, the school district's science education coordinator, Megan decides to start with the science curriculum for fifth grade. This decision was based on the results from the statewide standardized tests from the last two years, which found that fifth grade student scores were well below the norm in the area of science. On top of that, for the first time, science scores will be included in the overall school assessment grade in the next academic year. With the national, state, and direct emphasis on science, especially in developing inquiry-based skills, as mandated by the national science standards and federal legislation, the pressure is on. One strategy that Megan is considering is a series of case-based scenarios where students solve problems using actual data and a scientific method in an authentic learning environment. The case-based scenarios will let students explore topics in a constructivist framework as they practice inquiry learning through. The cases will be designed using both online and offline activities. Students will work independently and in collaborative groups. Megan attends a school improvement and PTA meeting at one of the elementary schools and talks with several parents about the new planned curriculum enhancements. Although school district budgets are tight and not well-funded, the district office was awarded a technology grant and other resources to continue their technology upgrades and support. As she considers whether case-based scenarios are an appropriate solution for improving performance, she will further investigate how technology and an online environment can be used effectively. Case Study 2, Business and Industry. Homer Spotswood is responsible for developing and facilitating training for the Milton Manufacturing M2 Company, Incorporated, an international manufacturing company. The CEO of M2, Mr. Ira Bud Cottrell, has mandated that the new training initiatives must focus on safety issues to comply with ISO 9000 standards and new OSHA regulations. Bud Cottrell also required that the training occur with minimal disruption to plant operations. Because the plant operates on a 24-7 schedule, training will have to be available around the clock. The administrative team expects that online delivery will allow employees to clock in and out of their normal duties to virtually attend this safety training. To meet government requirements, a portion of the proposed online training requires that plant employee teams complete the instruction at the same time to develop collaborative and cooperative safety skills, requiring only a moderate amount of face-to-face interactions. At the same time, some team members will need to remain at the job site for safety and security reasons. Plant operations have been computerized, with systems located throughout the plant. Additionally, there are a number of computers in the training rooms. Each employee break room has at least one computer available for communication and training. Following M2 company policy, advanced computer systems are housed and administered externally. Outsourcing permits the use of an LMS, if deemed to be appropriate for the training, to schedule and record employee progress as they complete the safety training. It is anticipated, based on administrative directives, that online activities, along with face-to-face training, will be the preferred solution. One of the main considerations that Bud Cottrell has stressed is that whatever system used, it must show who successfully completed the training, when, and to what level of performance each employee has attained. A new focus on performance at M2 has required that the training department show a positive return on investment, ROI. In addition, easily accessible reports are necessary should any OSHA inspector request them. Additionally, these computer systems will help the M2 company comply with EPA, ISO, and OSHA standards. With these requirements in mind, Homer plans to use a behavior and cognitive framework to develop the training materials, since personal performance is the key to an employee's success and M2's compliance. Case Study 3 – Military Commander Rebecca Feinstein returns to her office after a meeting with the commanding officer, Captain Cameron Prentiss. As the Academic Operations Officer of a U.S. Navy Training Support Center, she and her staff of military and civilian education and training professionals are responsible for developing and delivering curricula for the Combat Systems and Engineering Systems A schools. Commander Feinstein has learned that the Naval Education and Training Command has a comprehensive program to transform how Navy training is developed and delivered. This program capitalizes on the efficiencies afforded by Human Performance Improvement and Advanced Distributed Learning, ADL, initiatives. In the support center, there are subject matter experts, SMEs, graphic artists, animators, information technologists, and instructional designers available for participating in the project. Photographic, video graphics, and narration support are available as required. Case Study 4, Higher Education Dr. Joe Sean is an associate professor in the Business College at Myers University. In addition to teaching on-campus management courses, he has created his own online courses for the last ten years and is considered the guru of online learning by the department chair and other faculty. He has decided that his next project will be revamping his undergraduate course, Advanced Management and Leadership, to be a mix of online and on-campus class sessions. The objectives outlined in the course syllabus are a variety of skills, ranging from foundational to analysis and evaluation. Although Dr. Sean views most undergraduates as being technology-proficient users, he has also observed that they are not necessarily motivated to take online courses. With this in mind, he considers that the best approach might be to use a blended format rather than a fully online format to enhance the course content and assignments and increase student participation. Additionally, after five years as an associate professor, he is beginning to think about promotion to full professor. Knowing the requirements for promotion, he wonders whether spending time producing another online course will help meet his goal. Although Myers University administrators consider technology integration and course development as part of a faculty member's workload, Dr. Sean is not sure whether the university's promotion and tenure system accepts such creative activities as evidence in considering promotion to full professor. He has a meeting with his department chair, Dr. Amber Wolfgang, to discuss this matter. Until then, he works on repurposing this course.